Hi, my name is Farron, and you're listening to Hungry for Apples podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N, and check out my website, Farron.me. Grab an apple, enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Welcome back to Hungry for Apples. I am working on rearranging my personal business and all of that. And um, it's really interesting because for the first time in my life, I don't feel like I really know where to place myself. So I grew up in the arts. I've always placed myself, you know, with photography, with fine art, and then later on with yoga and teaching and having my own art studio and all of these things, they've always overlapped in some way. And within myself, I always had this kind of way to place myself. And with the amount of changes that I went through this past year, and I'm still solidifying a lot of the expansion that I'm um, going through or have gone through, whatever you want to talk about, or I mean, however you want to say it, it's interesting now that the state, the city that I'm in, everything's starting to open up and I, it's, it's so interesting because I don't really know where to place myself. Like I said, I, I've never experienced not being able to connect myself in some way to some sort of community. I'm not sure how this is going to play out. This is just very now for me and I think I, it's actually very interesting, which is a common thing I say. It's actually very interesting, but I'm witnessing myself try and figure it out and, you know, watching who I'm in contact with and why and how this affects me and whether or not, you know, I can expand from there. It's, it's hard to speak about this in an abstract way, but I guess the basic thing to say is that I've never not been connected to an area of thought or something to do and it's really, it's not even disconcerting, it's just strange. It's just strange. Growing up in the arts, you know, I went to an arts high school, I mean, my uncle was an actor. My mom played the piano. We, you know, we used to sing every week um, on Friday at home. And so to me, it, it's just it's just so interesting to not have that extra connection identifiable, I guess. It's not identifiable as of now. Um, yeah, I wonder if anybody else out there has gone through any kind of major shift and could possibly be experiencing something similar. Um, If you are experiencing some kind of a shift that you are not able to really connect, and it's not like you dislike your old stuff. Like, I don't dislike art. I I just don't feel like placing myself in the community. I, there's something really interesting that I haven't put my finger on yet. If you have been experiencing something like this, please feel free to email me 
you know my name and just shoot an email to the podcast email it is the best way to get in touch with me especially for a topic like this so it's hungry for apples podcast at gmail.com and let me know why you're emailing me the episode name and all of that and um yeah i'd appreciate it okay Lately, I've been looking at what challenges are most apparent when creating a big shift in one's life. So many things would seem to be obvious. They may be even overlooked because they're so simple. For example, patterns, habits, and cycles, and how we see them, assume them, and connect with them. Often people start to dissect their habits after becoming frustrated or fed up. And I'm thinking this really has more to do with the outcome, which can create friction around the actual cause being shifted. I know that sounds a little bit twisted, but it is really hard to make a big change if you're frustrated about the fact that you're doing that thing. And that's what I'm talking about, because the frustration gets in the way of the actual cause of the... um, the thing that caused whatever action you're doing that you want to change the frustration is in the way so you can't actually see whatever it is what is the word they use triggering you trigger that trigger thing another thing that is in play in breaking a habit or creating new patterns is when we choose to try and do it basically this comes down to how connected to nature is our inner eye view. So what does that even mean, Farron? It just means, are you paying attention to what's going on around you when you try to make these changes? Or are you making changes that go up against basic life stuff, which is causing you to have problems making the change, which then turns into, usually for a lot of people, self-deprecating. And this this isn't going to really help because it just pushes you back into the cycle of pattern and it becomes a little bit messy. So the inner eye view, right? Do we have a good sense of when our system can actually cha- actually take on the change we expect? Sure, some things require this kind of hard and fast approach, but increasing our connection to source isn't one of these things. Initially, maybe and at times it is by choice. But these are moments and experiences which are profound in their scarcity. It works best for the body if we don't try to hold on to these too tightly. Recognition does not require force. And if this is your goal, recognition, you know, why would you want to change something about the way you do things or act or are being in the world? If it's to increase your connection to source, then that's what I'm talking about here. Basically what I'm getting at here is the goal or direction you're going in requires some clarity in order to properly choose a method of approach. For example, it really doesn't work for everyone to apply logical discipline to a spiritual goal or aspiration. Sure, it's helpful, but over time, this method can be manipulated into the very thing you are looking to absolve yourself from. It becomes 
part of the game that you play, you know, being a really good meditator, you know, that kind of thing. And it, in the long run, if your connection to source is your goal, then the form of the meditation, the fact that you have to do it in order to maintain is something that you kind of move away from over time. I'm not saying I'm away from that yet, and I'm not, I don't really have the goal to leave it, but when I naturally gravitate towards that, that is what I'm talking about. It takes time and practice to really get in there, but if we apply a very sort of militant discipline over a long period of time, if you're energy sensitive, it turns into a whole new battle. The, the good thing here though, all of these things are lessons. So technically, it's not like you're going the wrong way, you know? You just keep going and you find the work when you find it. I just know that this can really wear on some people over the years. And I feel like this doesn't have to be the only way. In fact, I know it's not the only way. I just think it's the most commonly approached method. Yes, changing habits requires discipline. Absolutely. What I have been considering is how to line up our approach and our outcome. This to me would take a different type of inner understanding, a close observation of cycles, both that we experience inside and out, as well as we contribute to. Quite a few years ago, I started making these observations about myself. And you can start now. It's actually pretty easy to do and extremely helpful. You just have to remember to write things down that you normally wouldn't write down. One way to do this is to have a day where you're totally free to do what you might want to do and you don't plan it out at all. This is very important. You just have to make sure that you have what you might need. For example, if you enjoy cooking, you'll most likely want to be near those things. Or if you're an artist or a musician, you'll need to be near those things. Outside of that, you start to write down what you gravitate towards and at what time of day. As well, it's extremely helpful if you write down what you were doing right before you went towards that action. So if you ate lunch and then you were really jazzed about doing your artwork, you need to write down that you ate lunch. You might even want to write down what you ate, the time of day, like get as specific as you can, especially on the times where you feel really excited to do what you're doing. And you know what? If you change your mind, it's not a big deal. You just do that. You change your mind and you write it down. Sooner or later, you'll sense your own pattern. The time of day you like to write a lot or love to make a smoothie or meditate. Do this a few times and then look back and see where the pattern changes and what was going on that day without judging yourself. This is a, another really important point. You can't judge yourself when you look back. That's ridiculous and I mean, it's <laughs> that's not really ridiculous. It is mean. Let's just say it's you're just being mean to yourself. It's not ridiculous because I've done it a million times. But what I'm saying is, Try not to do that. 
Maybe you forgot to eat or maybe your monthly cycle is come on or any number of things. It would be cool if I kept these journals when I did them, but I didn't. It's just in my head now. If I follow it, it's extremely and amazingly helpful. But what I've noticed is I don't really have to follow the schedule of it. I know what things I normally gravitate towards and when is best to do them. And I've also noticed that if I skip the time and I try to still do that thing, it doesn't quite work out as well. And that's not that consistent because of course I can still do the thing if I want to, but if I'm trying to monitor what it is that I gravitate towards, you want the best possible action at that time and you want the best product that you would. Not just, I kind of feel like trying this now. You'll go through a lot of those moments, but you'll really start to hit on the ones that are meaningful to you. It takes some time. It might take a few months because you don't want to do this every day. I mean, you might do it every day, but then you might become extremely self-critical. And if that starts to happen, I recommend you just toss it aside for a little bit because that's not going to help you um, really take in the beneficial, um, the most beneficial parts of this. All of this isn't so much changing a pattern, but learning your own patterns and how you cycle through them and your life. I think while going through this, you'll find things that you don't like, that you don't like that you do, and you might want to discontinue them. What I would do is notice and write it down. Notice why this thing you are doing isn't helpful and write that down and, and go from there. Maybe you just love it a little bit too much, like eating the whole cake. It's just a little bit much, right? That doesn't mean you have to take it completely out, but you might move it to a different time of day or during the week or weekend. Noticing what brings you away from your ultimate quest is just as valuable as trying to stay on the path. This is the main reason I created Fairn Phases, which is the guide that I use to see where we are each month in our phase and cycles. And this is proving to be increasingly valuable to me and it helps me create the mystic messages that I do for you. Continuing to check in has been a blessing. And I didn't even realize that I had created this whole system until I was actively using it. All in all, I highly suggest you get in there and really learn your cycles and how you interact with your own personal patterns and phases in order to increase your connection to the self. It's very, very valuable and ultimately this gives you a route to source if that's your goal this will be so helpful just as helpful as your breathing exercises and your meditations if you um, do yogic movement all of these things go together very well and i'd love to hear if you try it out how it works for you so send me an email hungryforapplespodcast at gmail.com I will look out for it. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. Bye now.
All right, that's our show for this week. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider a small donation over at patreon.com backslash Farron. And feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N. Or if you have any questions, check out my website, Farron.me. You can contact me there. You can see my class schedule and upcoming events. Again, you've been listening to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. I'm just feeling it out. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.